You're listening to the Murder Speaks Podcast, the show that spills the tea about true crime. Here's your host, Wendy Hinbest. Hey, welcome back to Murder Speaks. I hope everyone's having a great week. I know I've been MIA for a while. I've just been working on some stuff, but I'm back. So today's real crime story is about 18-year-old Lauren Burke of Auburn, Alabama. Auburn is a city in Lee County, Alabama, with a population of over 76,000. Auburn is home to Auburn University. Auburn University was founded in 1856. Lauren Burke started going to Auburn University in the fall of 2007. Lauren was born and raised in Marietta. Apparently, she was one of the friendliest and sweetest girls that you would ever meet. She had a beautiful smile that can light up a room, and she was very pretty. And she was dating Sean McQuaid, and they were in love. He would always give her sunflowers, and they decided to go to school together in Auburn. Lauren liked the idea of a small town. So you're planning to hang out with some friends or go to the gym, and you don't know what to wear and you're so bored of all of your clothes. This is why Crystal Kiss offers a wicked selection of true crime merch to bring your wardrobe to life. From hoodies, leggings, and t-shirts to joggers, crop tops, and tank tops, Crystal Kiss has you covered. Make a fashion statement with Crystal Kiss. Check out crystalkiss.com today. She liked the closeness of everything, and she became part of the Delta Gamma sorority, and she was very close to the girls in her sorority. So March break was coming, and Lauren and Sean decided that they needed to get away. They were planning to go to West Palm Beach, Florida on March break, but unfortunately, they never got the chance. March 4th, 2008, a motorist traveling down Highway 147 saw a young woman in the street naked. He stopped his car and approached the young woman. She was naked except she was wearing a pair of socks and she had road rash on her body. It looked as if she was thrown out of a vehicle. She was gasping for air and trying to catch her breath. Another motorist called 911. When the paramedics came, they assessed her injuries and they realized that she was shot in the left back shoulder blade and the bullet had exited on the other side of her body. She was losing a lot of blood rapidly. So the paramedics rushed her to the hospital. Now they didn't know who this young woman was because she was naked so she didn't have any ID or anything. Then, around 9.20 p.m., dispatchers received another emergency call about a car that was on fire on campus. The burning car was located about five miles from where the young woman was found. The police ran the license plate of the vehicle and it went back to a Mr. Burke in Marietta. He was Lauren's father. So the police asked him if he can drive down to Auburn to identify the body. And a couple of hours later, he was there. He followed the police to the Alabama Medical Center. But by the time he got there, the young woman had died from the gunshot wound and they confirmed that it was Lauren Burke. And witnesses only noticed her car after it was on fire. Now about midnight, the person who found her in the road went to the police station to give a statement. He told police that he covered her with his jacket because she was naked and it was cold. He tried talking to her, but she was gasping for air and couldn't talk. Now he told police that when he approached the scene, he noticed a dark-colored Honda, similar to Lauren's, speeding off in the direction of the campus. And eyewitnesses at the scene confirmed his story. So he was eliminated as a person of interest. Now investigators examined Lauren's burned vehicle, 
any fingerprints or ID were destroyed. The police suspected that it was a student. So they spoke to Lauren's sorority sisters and apparently Lauren was at Sean's house that evening. She was supposed to meet a friend at the library but she never showed up and apparently her and Sean got into an argument about an outfit that she was wearing. So the police brought Sean in for questioning. He told police that he offered to walk Lauren to her car, but she refused. Now apparently there were two cases that were similar to Lauren Burke's case. The case of Lori Slazinski and the case of Eve Carson. Was there a serial killer on campus? Now police in North Carolina arrested two men that were responsible for Eve Carson's murder and they had no known connections to Auburn. Now the police put a trace on Lauren's credit card. Less than 24 hours later, a transaction appeared at a convenience store outside of Atlanta. The police acquired a freeze frame from the video at the convenience store and it was an unknown black male. On March 7th, if you're looking for true crime merch with a great fit and feel, look no further. Crystal Kiss has a wide selection of clothes to brighten up your wardrobe. I like to wear clothes that make a fashion statement and says something about me. Like, our true crime and chocolate design describes me very well. I love chocolate and I love watching true crime, so they go hand in hand. Our hoodies are so soft and can be paired with one of our true crime joggers to make a super comfy outfit. Our true crime t-shirts fit true to size and last several washes. For a night out, fill on a pair of heels with one of our true crime leggings and a crop top. Whatever you're doing, Crystal Kiss has you covered. You people in the U.S. get free shipping when you order three or more items. You can also use discount code MURDER15, that's MURDER15, and save 15% off your entire order. Check out our wicked selection of true crime merch today at crystalkiss.com. Courtney Lockhart was pulled over by the police after speeding through a construction zone on Alabama Highway 80. After the officer called in his information, the officer found out that investigators wanted to speak with him. So Courtney took off and that started a police chase. Then he abruptly stopped the car and ran into the woods and the police caught up with him. They handcuffed him. He had Lauren's iPod and cell phone. When they searched his car, they found .38 shell casings and a t-shirt with blood on it. Now after his arrest, Courtney Lockhart confessed to killing Lauren. He approached her and she was getting, going to get in the car. She got in the car and she was screaming and I kind of just closed the door and just sat there. And she looked at me and she stopped screaming and she started carrying kind of complaining. She was sitting there and I told her to make sure she keep her hands right here while we was talking. And she kept her hands right there and we was just talking. Tell me again why you told her take your clothes off. I mean, I wanted to let her know that I was in control and I didn't want her to do anything crazy like jump out of the car. She was sitting there screaming and I was like, oh my God. But then she jumped out of the car, had the gun going like this right here, and next thing you know, it went off. She kept asking me whether I'm going to shoot her. I told her, no, I'm not going to shoot you. I, I'm, I'm not going to hurt you. I don't want to shoot you. I never. And he confessed to committing several other crimes. The police learned that he was court-martialed because he punched his sergeant and he was dishonorably discharged. Now on the evening of March 4th, Lauren left her boyfriend's house to go to the library. Courtney Lockhart was at Auburn University. He was waiting for somebody to rob and he spotted Lauren. Around 8 p.m. he saw Lauren walk into her 2001 Honda Civic and approached her. He pointed the gun at her 
and told her to get in the car. Lauren got in the car and she gave him $200 for him to leave her alone, but he didn't. He abducted her. He drove around with one hand on the steering wheel while pointing a gun at her. He ordered her to take off her clothes and he drove around with her for about 30 minutes. They talked about how his life was over and how she can help him get a job. Then Lauren jumped out of the car. He told police that he shot her by accident, but I don't believe that. Then he drove back to the campus parking lot and set her car on fire. He told police that he was suffering from post-traumatic syndrome. Boy, bye. The trial began November 8, 2010. The jury found him guilty and recommended that he be sentenced to life in prison. But the judge had other plans. He was sentenced to death by lethal injection. He is a death row inmate at the Holman Correctional Facility in Escambia County, Alabama. Wow, this poor girl. I mean, she was so beautiful and so young and she had a whole life ahead of her. Courtney took that away from her. And I don't believe his story about he did it by accident. I think he meant to shoot her. I'm not really sure why he told her to take off her clothes. He told police that he told her to take off her clothes because he wanted to have control. And that's probably true um, to a degree. But I don't know. I have a feeling that maybe he wanted to rape her as well. And he didn't get a chance because she jumped out of the car. That's just my theory. Well, Courtney Lockhart is exactly where he needs to be. And for everybody out there who knew Lauren Burke, I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Murder Speaks. I hope you enjoyed it. Check out my store, crystalkiss.com, for some murder merch. And check out my other YouTube channel, Wendy Podcaster ASMR, if you have trouble sleeping. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you on the next one. Toodles!